Welcome to the Hoodoo and Chill Podcast, the number one hoodoo and spirituality-based podcast bringing awareness to African-American spirituality and a wide range of thought-provoking topics. I am Papa Seer, your host, your narrator, and your storyteller. Before the show begins, make sure you're subscribed or following the show so you don't miss out on any episodes. And as always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to upgrade the show, enhance our content, and most importantly, do what we love. You can use any link in the description to send your donation of love today. Now, let's start the show. Good morning and grand rising or grand evening. It is me, Papa Seer, the host, narrator, and storyteller of the number one hoodoo and spirituality-based podcast, the Hoodoo and Chill Podcast. Family, how are you? I hope everyone is doing well. I hope your week is going well. It is Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. So you are halfway to your goals, you are halfway to your success, you are halfway to whatever intention you set at the beginning of this week. Me, myself, I am happy to say that we have the Bibliomancy class uploaded to the website. Very, very proud of that class. I even went back and watched it myself. I was very proud of just how that came together. And I think it's just a beautiful package of lecture, class, spell work. So for those of you who are interested more in learning the basics of bibliomancy as well as Bible magic, it is on the website hoodooconjurootwork.com, the audio video class, the audio class, as well as the PDF e guidebook for anyone that wants to take advantage of that now before i run up out of here and i go to the gym this morning because this is one of my unscripted shows you all know i love to just drop papa's wisdom whenever spirit puts it on my heart and i promise you i said to myself this morning i said i'm not podcasting i'm gonna walk out this house i'm gonna do what i have to do i've been doing so much work but spirit just would not let me go And I'm going to keep this pretty short, straight to the point. For those of you all that follow me on Instagram, Instagram threads, I love Instagram threads. I really love Instagram threads. It's like Twitter without the porn. (laughs) If you're not following me, please do so. I just, you know, my Instagram family is so supportive um, and the support on my Instagram is growing. So to the 2,500 people that follow me, I love you. And thank you so much for the support. You all watch my stories and just support my content every day. Well, anyway, I made this post about the cycle. I feel like of spirituality that after being a teacher, you know, mentor for so many years, it's, it's a cycle that I feel like repeats itself every single year. And as I was, you know, getting myself to walk out, getting ready to walk out of the house this morning, spirit just put it on my heart, you know, about (laughs) just I remembered being back in church and just remembering the pastor bringing up this same cycle. And it goes a little something like this. You know, I find that in January, everyone is so excited about their spiritual journey. In January, you know, let's be honest, churches, 
anybody with a, with any type of spiritual or religious business or organization, it's a great time of year. I would say from January all the way up and through April. You know, I think that's a very strong period in the year when people want to go to church people want to come into you know new spiritual paths people want to get readings people want to take classes people want mentorship people really are into developing a sense of enlightenment or their higher self every year january through april best time of the year now after april okay (laughs) you start to see as soon as the, the warm weather comes out the seriousness, the motivation, the interest, the this peak of enlightenment that you had at the beginning of the year, it starts to wane. I mean, if anything, dissipate 100%. April through, I want to say maybe September-ish, You notice that the motivation of your students, your clients, your customers, it starts to dwindle. And as my old pastor would say around about this time of year, you know, the churches are so full at the beginning of the year, but each month they start to dwindle down until we get towards the holidays and then they start to pick back up, you know, and I'm just going to be honest. You know, for doing after doing this so many years, this time of year sucks. It's not great, especially if you make a living, you know, through a religious business or spiritual organization or something like that. It's not the best time of year. So, you know, on a business note, you need to plan and I'll come back to that. But it's just not a good time of year. And it can be very disheartening, I think, for anyone that's like a teacher Anyone that is in the business of spiritual leadership to watch the motivation of your students just kind of fade away as soon as the warm weather comes out. Papa son, we love you. We love you, Papa son. But you, 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 you really make all the people want to just, they FOMO. FOMO happens when Papa son comes out. It's like the summertime hits and people like, I have to be outside. I cannot be in a classroom. I cannot be in this setting. I'm going to miss out on something. After the summertime happens, we, we we get into the fall and interest starts to peak. People's interest start to pick back up and you start to see the inquiries come back and your readings start to pick up or the churches start to become full again. And I would say around about towards the end of October, middle of October is just when it starts to pick back up, especially in the occult world. Okay. Halloween is like the best time for our businesses to pick back up because it's Halloween. Everyone's so interested in all things spooky, all things witchy, all things occult. Just picks back up. But I have a different theory to that. Me personally, I think it's the holidays. I think a lot of times people are looking for, you know, they want to buy Christmas gifts. It's getting ready to be Thanksgiving. We have dinners. We have all sorts of things. We got to travel. We got to plan. We got this all of this, these material things going on. So you find a lot of people will align themselves in the occult space, not necessarily because they are looking for, you know, spiritual elevations because they want something. The majority of the time it's money. You know, we, we spend all our money up over the summertime. Then we had to go take care of our kids for school over the fall. And then when the wintertime comes, it's 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 Christmas and it's bye, 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 spin, spin, spin. So now let me get a spiritual worker on my team so I can get some money. 
so I can have money to spend, spend, spend. And then once this period is over and tax season rolls around, then it's, I want to start my spiritual journey. It's, <laughs> it's disheartening, but it, it is a vicious cycle that we do see repeat itself every year. And let's just have an honest conversation this morning. Some of you right now are on that cycle. Some of you right now are out here having the best hot girl summer right now. Alter looks like a altar looks a mess. No water, no food. Haven't thought about it. Haven't thought about your ancestors in the last couple of weeks. Haven't thought about your ancestors since the 4th of July. And it just, it is what it is. You know, it, this this conversation today is not for me to beat anybody up. Y'all know I love to just hop on here sometimes, pull up with my podcast family, and let's just have a real conversation. That's what we're doing today. And trust and believe you me, I'm going to get on the spiritual leaders too. I'm going to get on y'all too, because I'm noticing something about you crybabies too. I first want to start off by saying, friends, family, listeners, supporters, I'm not mad at you. Go have your hot girl summer. Live it up. Live your life. Take a break. Do what you got to do. Papa Sear literally says, I'm not mad at you. I'm not. You see, I understand that Grandest Rising Family, Rich Rising's Family, it is me, Papa Sear, here with your official invite to our next eight-week initiation into Spiritism course. Family, this is one of my best courses that we have ever put out to the public. I love it. We did this six months ago, and I can honestly say the people that did undergo those eight weeks with me with my teaching assistant, I can see the difference in them. I can truly say that spiritism has changed my life. It has definitely opened up my practice in an entirely different way. So it doesn't matter if you are into the hoodoo tradition, if you are into the Wiccan tradition, if you are a Christian, spiritism, I believe, is an open door for everyone. Now, I do want to be upfront with you all. This is an eight-week course, so we are only seeking serious individuals who are prepared to commit themselves for the next eight weeks. The first set of classes start August the 9th, and they run through August the 30th. And this is your intro into spiritism. You're going to learn exactly what spiritism is how to invoke your personal spirit guides. We will have some ritual classes as well. So understand that this isn't just a lecture style class. We will undergo rituals throughout the eight weeks. So be prepared for that. I would say if you're planning on coming with us or if you're planning on registering, make sure that you have all white clothing an all white head wrap because when we do our ritual classes it is mandatory that you you know you come in all white now the advanced spiritist training that starts september the 6th and it runs up until september the 27th and we go very deep we'll talk about animal totems the laws of spiritism how to create and work with spirit dolls as well as more invocation rituals. Again, family, this is something that you have to be serious about. It is eight weeks of intensive training. You are going to be presented with a lot of information, but it's going to change you. It's going to elevate you. 
it is going to open up a realm that you didn't even know existed. I don't care what your practice is. This is a course that I can confidently say is going to change you. We are so flexible here at Kudu Conjure Root Work LLC that we have multiple ways that you can register. If you want to do a payment plan, those options are available on the website, hoodooconjurerootwork.com. Under classes and services is at the top of the page, as well as the course syllabus. All of our payment options do have the availability for you to use Afterpay. I know some of us like to buy now, pay later if you're like me that's available also for those of you who decide to just go ahead and register for the full eight weeks you are going to receive a discount the classes will be recorded so you will have access to the audio video course at no additional cost this is a 600 dollars value that you will get for less than half all right so i cannot wait to meet you all i cannot wait to see you all at this next course I'm excited and we are literally one month away. So again, go to hoodooconjurerootwork.com under classes and services, register for the spiritism course. We cannot wait to see you. We cannot wait to journey with you. And I promise you, this is an eight weeks that is going to change your life. First and foremost, sometimes you need to tap out. And nobody wants to tell you that. People don't want to be honest with you and tell you that sometimes you really do need to take a break away from being so spiritually involved in things sometimes, especially if this isn't something that you do professionally. You know, if this is just a part of your journey, if this is something, a part of your enlightenment and your spiritual growth, there are going to be times when you do need to take a break from all of the work and the spells and the candles and the ancestors. Take a break. Go be human. Go be human for just a moment. So first and foremost, I'm not beating you up about it. What I am going to say is you don't have to turn your back fully on your on your craft, your practice, or your ancestors just to have some fun and some balance in your life. You see, the key word to that is balance. And I think that as a professional practitioner, That's one of the main things that we have to learn early in the game is work, life, spiritual balance because of the simple fact that you cannot be too involved in one and then neglect the other. And even if you may not be a professional, this may not be something that you do for a living. I still think that learning to establish some type of balance in your life early in the game is only going to make your journey that much stronger. It's going to keep you here versus the people that I see that pick this up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. You don't want to be that person. Okay, it's okay to take breaks and regather, regenerate, reevaluate. But please don't let your spirit guides, your ancestors, your crap, your magic become something that you pick up and put down. I just that mm, it's not a good look. It's really not. You know, I think too, age has a lot to do with this. Um, which is why I tell a lot of my younger followers and people that come to me, you know, I you know I love you all, but I, I tell you all, be young, you know, especially if you are under 25, like. Enjoy your 20s. Go have fun. 
go to college, find, do whatever it is that your, that your young heart wants you to do. And I'm not telling you to study, not to study, excuse me. I'm not telling you not to be involved in the spiritual community or the craft or the practice or anything like that. But what I'm saying is that while you still have your youth, enjoy your youth because you haven't gained enough experience in, in all honesty to go out here and direct anyone for anything. And that's just me being logical, me being open hearted with you and me not trying to tear you down, but me just trying to build you up in a different way. You're going to need some time. And you all, I'm going to be honest with you. The younger people are the main culprits I see of picking up and putting it down. And that's okay. You're not developed enough where this is going to open up for you full time as of yet. Some of you are still in college. Some of you are still in living home with your moms. Some of you still just do not have adulting together. And if you have not mastered the art of adulting, you can't direct anyone on anything, to be honest with you, on how to live their life. Because these are still adults that are going to come to you with real adult problems. And if you have not mastered your own real adult problems, you can't help anyone. So to my younger people, I would say, you all are the ones who truly need to learn balance now. Yes, I'm interested in spirituality Yes, I might want to open up a business one day. Yes, this may very well be my calling. But before you walk into a space of spiritual overload, sometimes you need to take a break so that your practice won't look like you are using your ancestors, using your spirits from when you want things. And then when you don't want to do it anymore, when you when you're not interested, you put them down. And then for my older people, home work-life balance is is your issue. You dedicate your job, excuse me, let me just start there, your job, your income, your business, however you make money, that seems to be the main focus in our life. You know, you, the mommy mode, the daddy mode, the provider mode. You put more intention, you put more reverence. And if anything, a lot of you, for many of you, your job is your God. Your job is your God. Your business is your God. Not just, not God. You don't put your ancestors first. You don't put your spirits first. You put that job first. I can't work my altar because I'm too tired from work. All of my energy went into my job. All of my energy went into my kids. All of my energy went into this. All of my energy went into the role that I have created for myself. The hard part, the part that I'm finding for older people or, you know, once we get past that 25 and we start stepping into a more, you know, solidified adult role, we don't know how to come out of that. We get so wrapped up in the material world that when it's time for us to come out of that and step and put on our spiritual hat, you don't know how to do it. You're still trapped in a space of material thinking. You forget that imagination exists. You forget that the unknown exists. It's hard for you to translate things that you cannot see. Everything around you has to be so material. 
you get so worked up and so caught up in this matrix of Western civilization that you don't even know how to mentally tap out to connect with your spirits, to connect with your ancestors. And then for those of you that do have the relationship, it's material. Grandma, give me. Spirits, give me. Loa, give me. Orisha, give me. God, give me. Angels, give me. Saints, give me. Give me, give me, give me, give me. I need. Can I get, get, get? Because I need, need, need. And I won't, won't, won't. Can you do, do, do? I used to say that all the time. It used to be my... <laughs> Y'all said... That used to be my little song. I used to say, when people call you before 10 in the morning, this is what they sound like. Can I get, get, get? Because I won't, won't, won't. Can I need, need, need? Can you do, do, do? That's how you sound. That's how your relationship sounds with your spirits. When you get so caught up into this material world, your relationship goes from trying to find your higher self, trying to find your enlightenment, trying to, you know, be here, what you're supposed to be here for. It just turns into, can I get, get, get? Cause I won't, won't, won't. Cause I need, need, need. Can you do, do, do? In other words, the problem that I'm seeing is that younger people are so spiritual that they forget about the material. They forget about logic. Older people become so material and so logical that they don't know how to be spiritual. Wow. And so when you have, excuse me, so when you lack the balance that I'm talking about, learning how to cultivate your work, your home life, your spiritual balance, and kind of align all of those things, this is where you find yourself on that vicious cycle of year to year doing the same thing over and over and over again. And you have still not spiritually elevated. Every January, you're going to find yourself at the same space in front of the same practitioner's face with the same sob story, looking at Papa Seer saying, I'm ready to start my spiritual journey. And I'm looking at you like, we started your spiritual journey in 2021. What happened? What happened? The first thing that a lot of y'all really need to understand is that if you walk into this and eradicate balance, you're never going to elevate. You're never going to elevate. You're going to find yourself on a vicious cycle. You can't be so spiritual that you forget that you have a job, that you have kids, that you have a life, that you're an adult, you have things that you have to do, things you have to take care of. And you can't be so material, so logical to the point that you forget that you are still a divine being, that there are still outside forces working very hard for you and that your ancestors, your spirit guides, your deities, your loa, ultimately God is trying to connect with you. Now, let me put my foot on the necks of my professionals. Come on, pull up, pull up, pull up the papa because I'm going to get y'all today. I am tired of you all being crybabies. I am so sick of you so-called leaders. So divine. So powerful, so spiritual. You can make money rain and you're the best diviner, the best tarot, best cardamancer, this, this, that, and the third. You're so great. You're so good. You're so powerful. But you're a crybaby. Every single year around this time of year, I see half of you already to pack up your spiritual businesses and chuck them out the window. Because you're not getting as booked as you usually do. 
because you lost a few students? Because your clients aren't buying your little oils and your little candles as much as they used to? Hello? Are we or are we not healers? Are we or are we not in the positions that we're in because we're supposed to have a level of empathy that is beyond the average person? And when I say empathy, it means that, well, if you're a leader, if you're a healer, if your job is ultimately to lead, to guide, and to offer spiritual counsel, then you should have understanding of your flock. You should understanding that understand that back back excuse me, you should understand that backsliders and backsliding exist. Again, I have to bring up the Christian church, the one that we don't like, or some of you don't like. I will never forget every single Sunday, especially in the Southern Baptist Church. Every Sunday, they offer a prayer of of repentance for anyone that's a backslider. People that might have been, you know, very strong in their walk with God, but then something happened where they made a pulled away or maybe they're not coming to church as much as they used to. The pastor offers a prayer of repentance every single Sunday. And as an adult, that's so powerful to me and that's so profound to me. And I really feel like that's something that the theology, the mindset of that is something that a lot of us really need to take on in our own walks. Leaders, practitioners, I'm talking to you all now. Because why are you so upset at your flock instead of just having more empathy for the black backsliders? You know, every single year when it gets so hot outside, everybody wants to go rip and run and have their hot girl summer. They do not want to be sitting in your classes learning about ancestors. It's hot. It's 90 degrees outside. They want to go have fun. It is what it is. Stop crying. Get over it. Stop spending your money on BS from January to June and plan for this time of year. And you won't be ready to check your spiritual business out of the window. Instead of sitting here trying to sell all of your products for 75% off around this time of year, why not create? Why not study? Why don't you take some time off? Why don't you go on pilgrimage this time of year? That's another thing, spiritual leaders. I don't see too many of you all going on pilgrimages. That is a whole nother podcast. I'm not even going to put my foot in y'all ass today about that. But pilgrimage is a big thing that we all need to get back to. So you little crybabies that are upset around this year because you're not making money. Because no one's listening to you right now. It's hot. It's summer and people are having fun. Get over it. They shall return. That's what a flock does. They might leave, but they return. If you're a good shepherd, they return to you. And spirit open up the doors for you to have this business, this platform, your students, your mentees, because spirit said, well, you know what? This person should have enough empathy that they should be able to understand that the people that they're grooming, they're not always going to be perfect, that they're going to have moments in their lives where they're 10 toes down, 100% involved, and they're doing and they're doing it. And then they're going to have times where you may have to reel them back in. Is that or is that not what you're supposed to do as a leader? Or maybe 
this isn't for you. Because after a certain amount of years in this, you should already know how the cycle goes. And it just, it is what it is. Either you're going to get over that and plan for the next year, or you're going to find yourself every single year pissed off, mad at your students, mad at your clients, mad at the business, because it's just not working out for you around July, August. August is the worst month in September. Get over it. Plan. Plan and learn a little Christ-like behavior. Stop beating your students up, bashing your students, your clients, whatever, because you have people that are fall and wintertime spiritless. I mean, we got plenty of people that are just, you know, fall and wintertime Christians. And God loves them no less. God forgives them seven times seven. So why can't you? Why can't you? At some point, your flock is going to evolve where that behavior is going to be non-existent, especially if you're a good teacher. I mean, I can say that in my own circle that I have students who may have come in with behavior like that. But now as they've grown, it's not like that. They're they they are who they are 24, 7, 365 days a week. And this doesn't mean a person at their altar every day. No, we get up, we go out and we have fun. I'm talking about a person who's learned balance so that your spiritual journey never feels like a burden. It just feels like something that's integrated in your everyday life. So if God can have forgiveness for us and empathy for us and understanding ultimately, that word again, understanding, which comes from your intellectual guides, why can't you? Your flock is not you. They're not a leader. They're not a full-time spiritualist. They're not the one who's professional. They're here learning from you. And a person who's in a space of learning is not going to be perfect. If a teacher got mad and frustrated with her students every time they got a bad grade or everyone didn't get an A on a test, oh man, that would be a teacher. That I don't even want to think about the mental of that teacher. But some of you are creating that mental headspace for yourself. Don't expect perfection. Strive for excellence, I say. But don't expect perfection. And don't even expect your flock to get it right the first, second, or third time. We as leaders have to cultivate more understanding, more love, more empathy, more flexibility in our hearts and stop putting the expectations of a full-time spiritualist on someone who is just trying to elevate themselves or someone who's just trying to have the experience of a, of a spiritual journey. Last time I checked, a spiritual journey is something that's going to be your entire life. So if you have someone in your face who may have dropped the ball this year, Life isn't over for them yet. And guess what? The universe, spirit, God is going to give them another chance to get it right. Stop taking it so personal. When they're ready for you, they're going to be right back there ready for your teachings, your readings, your products, whatever it is that you have to offer when the time is right. If it's for your flock, they will be there to consume. Spirit did not bring you here this far for you to fail. How do I bring this home today? Well, this isn't scripted, so, you know, 
the best thing that I can say for all of you all that are listening today, be kind to yourself. Be kind to one another. Even though it's the summertime, you may not feel as motivated with your spiritual journey as you normally do when it's, you know, maybe colder and you're forced to be in the house a little bit more. Ritual doesn't have to be at your altar. Ancestral reverence, excuse me, ancestral reverence doesn't have to be so formal. Connect with the sun. Connect with nature. You know, if you're going to spend time outside of the house and away from the altar and away from your normal, formal spiritual practice, then cultivate one in nature. Cultivate one while you're traveling, while you're out doing your thing and doing your hot girl summer. Spirit is not asking you to be perfect. They just don't want to be forgotten about. Acknowledgement will take you so much farther than having to be formal with your spiritual practice, with your rituals 24-7. Papa Sear is saying to you today, you don't have to be formal all the time. It is okay to take a break. All I'm asking of you, my family, my friends, my listeners and supporters, don't forget about the investments that you've made at that altar. Don't forget about the days that you've cried, the nights that you've stayed up, and every single time your spirits, your ancestors, your deity, God came through for you. Have your fun, but don't forget. And to my leaders out here, I love you. I respect you. I stand with you, never against you. I understand your pain, understand your struggle, and best believe you me. I understand your frustration. But you know what? God did not put you in that position if God did not feel like you couldn't handle it. Spirit didn't bless you if spirit didn't feel like you couldn't handle it. And what is for you is for you. You stand strong. You keep creating. You keep writing. You keep recording. You keep putting your content out. You keep pushing your products. You keep doing what spirit is leading you to do. The flock The listeners, the supporters that are for you shall come. I ask for all roads to be open for you. All of them. You keep your head held up high. Let's stand together, my brothers and sisters in spirit. That's all I have for y'all today. I got to go to the gym. But anyway, as always, my family, my friends, you are blessed. If you've forgotten, your bloodline is divine. You come from kings, you come from queens, medicine men, lawyers, doctors, warriors. I bless your hands today. You're coming, you're going. May your hands be like the Midas touch. May the things that you lay your hands on, may they materialize in front of your face as if they were gold. I bless you with an experience from the universe, from your ancestors, from spirit. I ask for more encounters with the Lord. I surround you in protection today, my people. And with that, I release you into the atmosphere. Enjoy your summer and enjoy your day. Thanks for listening to the Hoodoo and Chill podcast. Be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and let us know how much you enjoyed the show. 
As always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to enhance our content. Please use one of the donation links in the description to send a donation of love today. And we'll see you on the next episode of Hoodoo and Chill.